BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Father of mine, tell me where have you been? You know I just closed my eyes, my whole world is so Johnny on the spot, guy. Father of mine, take me back to the day. Good morning. Good morning, Dad. How are you? I'm okay. How about yourself? Feeling good. Feeling good. Huh? Everything uh, Everything going well with you? Yeah, I just uh, got the last spoon of cereal. <laughs> yeah, what was? Uh, what What did you have today? Cheerios? Yeah, that's about my norm every day. Okay. Yeah. I love that stuff. <laughs> yes, of course you do. Of course you do. Yeah. So, so how you doing? Oh, not bad. It's been it's a, it's a warm, hot day today, but uh, you know, I've I, I've got. I was telling you, I got this poison ivy. It's just killing me. Yeah. Have you ever, how do you how do you deal with it? Oh God, I'm loaded with different medicines to take away the itch as best as it can, and then the doctor gave me like a steroid to get it to get rid of it quicker. But how did you get it? Uh, I was preparing the, uh, well, I had like these, there are a couple of, uh, overgrown areas on the side of the house and I was kind of cleaning it up because we were having people over for, for the, uh, graduation. I get it. You all right? Yeah. For the, uh, for the Joke graduation. Party. <laughs> so that, that's basically, basically what happened. So you were out in the weeds. Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, basically, basically. It's still killing me. It's it. Uh, the uh, medicine should kick in soon. I'm taking a steroid. Went to the doctor. Did all the right things. But still, oh, my God. Uh, is that about your pool? Uh, no, it was near the front of the house. There was a bunch of vines growing on the house, and I didn't realize it, but I was, like, bathing in freaking uh, poison ivy. Wow. Have you ever had this? No. Yeah. No. So now every time I go into the woods up north, I'm going to be on the lookout for three leaves and a red stem. But I had something similar with shingles. Oh, God, that's terrible, too. I've had that, too. I've had that. Oh, yeah. I, when we lived in Warren. Well, that's uh, that's not, um, that's like a virus. Well, whatever it was, I had them right in front of my uh, chest, the whole thing. Right. right. So, Dad, you uh, you you uh, met a number of the Zaniacs, uh, uh, fans yes, of the show. Yes, I have. I'll tell you. I was just going to make a comment on that. So, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say that. Uh, you know, that was a, it was a surprise to a lot of them. They they didn't know you were going to be there, so they were all very very happy to see you. 
I was amazed at this, folks. There was just wonderful people. I mean, listen, through you and all this uh, situation of having a show and all that, I, with this last visit, I met such wonderful, wonderful people. My God. Yeah, you know, and a lot of the families saw them getting, like, pictures of you taking pictures with them, and they're like, oh, my God, he's absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, I, oh, I was in an awe, you know, that how uh, these people that never met me before, they're just so interested in me, so loving, so caring. Right. They're great people, I'll tell you. I met a lot of your friends there. Yeah, they were they were awesome. I was happy that they were there, that they got a chance to meet you. So, Needless to say that we enjoyed our visit. Oh, I know it. It was just too short, though. I'm sorry that you had I mean, because you drove all the way there, got to hang out for a few hours all the way back, you and Joanne. Uh, but, you know, I, I give credit to uh, Mike, your son-in-law. Uh, that was that was a lot of fun, and him getting you guys there safe and sound was awesome. No, he's always fun having around. He, he, he's nothing but he's a happy laugher. Right. He so, laughs and laughs and laughs. That, that's great. I, I want you to remember that, though, that kind gesture of his, because sometimes you get on his case. You know? Well, uh, he does irritate me occasionally. <laughs> well, I know that, but at the same time, he does some really wonderful things, so it's kind of like... Oh, he does. That he does. So, that he does. Yeah, you might be better off like, kind of like letting it go or just, you know, because it, it might hurt his feelings, you know? Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. All right. But, but we've never had a issue. I know. It's because he loves you too much. Yeah, I love him, too. Okay, good. All right, John has a question, Dad. He writes this. John from Nashville, Tennessee says, Dear Meathead, what would you say are the qualities that make a good father? We're getting close to Father's Day, Dad, so this is uh, this is a big time of the year. Uh, what would you say are the qualities that make a good father, Dad? A good father is, first of all, again, I, I'm probably guilty of that, that you don't yell at your kids. If you have something to say to your kid, <laughs> say it like it's a normal conversation. Listen, son, we gotta be doing this and that. Yelling at a child or a son, even the son is 20 years old, it's a total stupid act. You know what? I believe that, and that, that applies to me just as well. Uh, I'm learning. I believe it my, at my age, I'm learning things by talking to you folks. Yeah. Because when I say things to you, I think while I'm saying it, hey, this is something that I don't do. Why is that, uh, why is that I, I don't do it, you know? You've got to be calm with your children regardless of how old they are. Believe you me, yelling at the kids or trying to be stupidly punishing them, it's a waste of time yeah. and waste of love. Well, what about, I mean, are you saying don't punish your kids in any way? The punishment is what? Well, I guess it could be anything. It Smack them? Hit them? Well, I don't know. I mean, I... I, I, I... Well, punishment, the punishment is, hey, listen, I'm going to take away this thing okay. from you. It's, you know, you can't have this for a while, or you can't ever have it. Okay. 
Yeah. So you were out. You're welcome in doing that. Well, I think that 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 uh, that that's that's good because you know, I mean, if you if you smack a kid, it might lead to something more. The next thing you know, you're getting you know, you're you're like abusing the child. So absolutely, you know. do not do that. In fact, yelling is not helping anything. Uh, what about that? To for me, it's always hard to. Um, Pun- it was always hard to punish the kid and then follow through on the punishment. Like, all right, I want you to stay in your room for a day or, or you can't leave the house or I'm taking away your phone. And then I, I would always cave in. And I always, I thought that that was a, that that was a mistake on my part. I could never follow through with the punishment, dad. Well, we generally don't, honey, because <clears throat> we realize that, Hey, it's just not going to happen. Let's forget about it. Uh, I don't know. We, we, as a father, as a parent, uh, we lose the crew and then uh, do something that really not necessarily is necessary, and, and it doesn't. It, it comes back to bite you. Okay. All right. But gentle but stern conversation is a good thing. Okay. How about this one? Um, do you remember the guy at the uh, party? His name is Dean. He had a um, he had uh, he wore a shirt, didn't have any sleeves, so he could show off his massive arms. Yes, you do remember Dean. He's written many times. He has a question for you, Dad. He writes, uh, "Dear Meathead, it was an honor to meet you and Joanne on Saturday at Madison's party." Thank you, thank he, you. He says, "Dear Meathead is the highlight of Eric's podcast for me." He says, "I do have a question." I have a friend of mine who revealed to a group of people that his wife has a bad case of hemorrhoids. Is this guy a complete jerk for re- for revealing that information about his wife that she has hemorrhoids? Please embellish. Thanks, boring Dean. Well, hemorrhoid is, is an illness. I consider that an illness. It requires medical attention. Now... I don't think it hurts. You don't have to embarrass that. Say, hey, I have issues from this and this and this. No, I think you can discuss that with your wife. Well, no, he's saying that he did. He's saying that uh, that that the guy he's talking about uh, announced it to his friends. Hey, guess what, guys? My wife has hemorrhoids. No, that's stupid. That totally is stupid. Yeah. No, you should not. You should not discuss that with anyone at all, except you and your wife. Yeah, I think Dean indicated that uh, that the guy, his buddy Derek, was was with a group of people and said, "Hey, guess what? My wife's got hemorrhoids, and I'm going to try to push it in later." Oh man, and that that's that's really that's really cutting it. Low. That's that's low life stuff. There is what you're saying. Absolutely, that's a private thing. You don't discuss that yeah. with the world. Oh my God! It's something between you and your wife. You're gonna help your wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that sounds terrible. I can't believe. I it. mean, I mean, just picture this: you go to a doctor with some kind of an issue, serious issue, and all that, and then the doctor announces it to the world. What the hell you got? Right? Yeah, you can't go around saying, "Hey, guess what? My wife's got hemorrhoids." I mean, that. How stupid can you be to I, do that? I don't know. That sounds ridiculous. Uh, whoever that guy is, his wife should leave him, or at least not have sex with him for at least a month or two. Well, I don't know what the punishment is, but then again. 
it's just uh, how do you think your wife feels when uh, uh, she knows that all of the friends of his yeah. know what the hell she's got? That's ridiculous. Hey, let's go ahead. The wife start announcing how impotent he is. Yes, that's having the wife should absolutely do that. Say how does he like he's that? Got a small wiener or something? Yeah, he would hate that. No. No, that is a little like character. He's got a huge one. Yeah, that is low. I'm I'm saying that with Venom, really, because I want him to correct himself and respect his wife. Yeah, what uh, I I, I was floored when I read that, that that is actually a thing. This is so stupid. Absolutely. And there's no cure for him other than him sticking his head out there in the water and cleanses really of all the stupid thoughts that he has about that. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. I, I, I generally don't talk so uh, harshly about people. And yeah, all that, I know. This, I, is a, this is a harsh thing. Yeah, it is. It's low life. I agree with you, Dad. Bad news. Uh, Nathan writes this. Dear Meathead, my mom used to burn sage to keep evil spirits away. When you were young, did you have any superstitions that you had to grow up with, either from you or your mother? You know, like <laughs> break a mirror, seven, no, seven years I'll tell you what, I had a strange upbringing. I had no issues as a kid. The only thing I did is I messed around with things around the house and destroyed them and whatnot. Other than that, no, I had no issues at all. In fact, at about age 12, I discovered electricity that I would take it from one area of the house and to the front door, and no one ever in that part of the world knew what a doorbell was that works with electricity. So are you you saying in the country of Iran, you invented the doorbell? For my house. I don't know what the other rich people had, but we happen to have a doorbell that runs on electricity. Oh, okay. I'm like a 12-year-old kid. Wait a minute. So are you saying that you did not have a doorbell and you made no, it? No, we, we had a knocker. And you made it so that you do have a doorbell? Is we that had a doorbell. A- after you went to work? Well, yeah. Okay, so you... I, I discovered how I could do it. I did it. I had the electrical wiring and all that. My wife thought well, I was, my uh, mother thought I was going to set the house on fire. Uh, but that wasn't the case. I was really smart. Uh, that 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 sounds good. And but but you didn't have any superstitions that you believed in, Dad. Getting back. Oh no, no 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 no. That's superstitions is not existent in my life. Okay okay. Um, Kenny wrote. Uh, he wrote that you messed around with things around the house and destroyed them. And then he said, "Yep, you definitely should have gotten yelled at for that." Well. I didn't have a father, so my mother, you know, was not a yeller. Yeah, and uh, grandma struck me as kind of a kind of a tough a tough lady. It, what, what, she was what, tough what, in the upbringing, but docile. Has no punishment. However, if I got home late at night, like ten thirty or eleven o'clock, my ear was in trouble. Yeah, she grabbed that ear. You're in trouble. Did yeah. you ever did you ever walk into into the house knowing it was coming and covered up your ears with your hands? No, no, because she would just do it one way or the other. Okay. Hey, how's Joanne doing? I haven't heard her in the background. Is she with you today? Is she she under the weather? Is everything all right? She is out to the doctors. Okay. 
So, so she, she's had a, a little routine on her uh, skin and uh, a follow-up call, so she went to the doctor. Okay, all right. But everything's okay? Everything is fine. Everything right. is fine. Uh, Kenny hey, writes. Thank you for asking. Honey. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Kenny wants says you were 12 years old and you were coming home at 10:30 or 11 o'clock at night. Is that right, Dad? Yes. What the hell do you, uh, were you doing? Well, we had this Armenian club uh, that that was run to the missionaries, the American missionaries. It was a church people, but we hung around there. We, I had about three, four uh, musical albums. You know, I take out there we just play the music and uh dance with the kids uh, okay Ten you, know, you, you go to the Ar- around, so you know. go to the armenian club listen to records and then go home yeah and you talk and you know and, and laugh and and the church would allow us to do that and the church was outdoors dad did you ever had like an acre of land and one part of it was up for us right Dad, did you ever have a girlfriend when you were living in Iran? Never had a girlfriend. Really? No, but I, I we had a lot of just uh, sociable girls that we met and all that, but not girlfriend, girlfriend, no. Okay, so you did not, did you ever even kiss a girl when you lived in Iran, or was it not till the U.S. Uh, when you... When I you- honestly would believe... That I don't, I didn't, I don't remember anything about that. You don't days. remember your first kiss? No, not in Iran. Oh man, I remember mine. No. Wow. No. All right. Well, there you go. Okay, let me see if I got anything else here. Uh, we're a little lean today. Uh, Sarah, who you met, wrote out. She was so happy to meet you and Joanne. He says you are both so absolutely sweet, and uh, she loves you very much. She was there with her son Avery, so that was fun. To see you. Yes. Uh, let's see. What else do I have? Uh, that's it. Thanks, Sarah. Um, that, I have nothing more for you, Dad. We have exhausted the questions. Let me double check. Maybe there's any from the past that I uh, that I I've had and haven't gotten around to asking. Well, I'm glad that it's okay. been in touch. I got a good that's, one. I got a good a one. Good opportunity. This is a highlight of my day. Uh, Craig writes, "Dear Meathead, I have a buddy." That is a bit of a lard ass. He's challenged somebody to a half marathon and needs to get into shape quickly. How can my buddy... Wait, 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 wait. He has a what? Uh, he says, I have a buddy that is a bit of a lard ass. You know, fat. Okay, okay, okay. He's challenged someone to a race who is really in shape and needs to get into shape as soon as possible. How can my buddy get into decent shape quickly? Well, depends on how quickly it is, but he's going to have to start running. Is this is a running? Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess it's a half marathon. He's as simple as this is. What do you think about being in shape? In shape is simply acclimate to building your body to be in shape. The body is in shape. Eat properly. Exercise by running and build yourself up. Okay. Way in advance. Yeah. Don't just jump in. Yeah, you, you got If you do that, you're going to hurt yourself really bad. Craig also adds that this guy who's the lard ass is constantly eating ice cream and candy bars instead of actually eating. Uh, that's a bad diet to begin with. No. 
you got to eat the normal food. Yeah, yeah. Hey, your body is simply a machine <laughs> that has to be oiled all the time. <laughs> and the oiling is eat the proper food. Yeah, that's right. That's a, that's a good way to think about it, Dad. Oil. Say yes to oil. <laughs> the right oil. You mean, the, you mean like the right fuel? Right fuel. I, I got mean, you. Decent breakfast. I mean, I, I eat cereal, okay? But yeah. uh, with it, maybe I have a... Uh, toast. Yeah. Hey, I was. Uh, you know, I'll, I I think you should start lifting some weights, Dad. Honey, I don't really need to. Yeah. Because I, I do so much work in my yard. Yeah, I know it, but that's different. I mean, if you were doing strength training, because muscle mass, as soon as the muscle mass leaves a person, that a whole series of troubles starts. So we gotta we gotta improve your muscle mass. You know? Well, I don't know if I want to do that because by the end of the day, I've screwed around so much in the yard. Yeah. I mean, outdoors. I can't be sitting in the house. Do it in the morning. That I'm wore out. Okay. If I lived with you, man, you'd be ripped. Huh? All right. Melinda writes this. Dear Meathead, my ex and I share custody of our 13-year-old. When he goes to his dad's, they're always doing stuff and uh, being a bachelor. His dad doesn't do a lot of cooking. So dad orders food. Out. Obviously, it's unhealthy, but my main concern is it's spoiling my son. When my son comes home from dad's, he expects the same uh, ordering out of food. And there's an argument every time, and he'll say he doesn't like what I'm serving or whatever. I even went to the store and bought foods my son loves. My ex also spoils him by buying all these games and things for his video game system. It sounds familiar. You did that. I can't tell uh, my ex what to do, but I don't know how to avoid the fights when my son comes home after being spoiled rotten. Please embellish. So basically what she's saying here is when uh, when her son goes to the ex's house, he uh, gives him McDonald's and buys him games, and she feels that he's spoiling him. Well, you can't change that. First of all, it is going to be happening... And the more you talk about it, the more you bring it up, the more adamant the ex-husband gets to keep on doing it. Well, I don't know. Why can't she just say, hey, do you think maybe we can talk about this or I can help you come up with a, I mean, maybe. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, try this to... is what I, our opinion is. Uh, would you mind not doing that anymore? Right, right. Now, whether he will or not, you don't know that. Right. I think it's worth and a try. Fraud, you know, he's going to keep it up with more and more and more attitude. I think it's worth a try to ask the dad if he can. Definitely. Because, definitely. you know. A communication is a communication. You, you let your feelings be known to the people that you want them to know. Not with anger. Simply a conversation. All right. I'm writing this down. A communication is a communication. Got it. That's what it means. Communicate. Now, how often do you communicate thinking you're going to win the communication by yelling and, or pulling gun on each other and all that? Did you say pulling a gun on each other? Hey, I've seen some of these things happen. <laughs> People during the conversation, one guy had a gun on him and pulled it on his buddy. Oh, that, that, and the buddy says, you're right. Everything you said, you're right. Yeah, Thank sure. you, goodbye. Yeah, that's the end of the year. I wish Joanne was there. She'd be cracking up at that. Yes, you would. Oh, my God. I don't do stupid things. All right, Dad. Well, we learned a lot in this. We learned that you did not ever kiss a girl in Iran. Uh, you had some sound advice for the fat guy who's in the race. Great advice from Melinda. 
maybe communicate with dad a little more and uh, all the Zaniacs, the fans of the show, friends of mine, uh, I, they, they just love you dearly. So they were just very glad to see you. And that, and that was a surprise for a number of them. They didn't even know that you were going to be there. So that was, uh, that was exceptional. Okay. I, hey, I've got to tell you one thing else that uh, I have to correct myself. Uh, yes, I have kissed a girl. Uh-huh. Back when I was in Iran, across the street from my house, there was a field. Uh-huh. I mean, a big field. Somehow, there is an Iranian girl that lived across the street. Yeah. It totally escaped my mind, uh, my memory. And then he, she and I would get up there, sit around there's a big rock, and I did kiss her. However, there was a shepherd that used to hang around there with his sheep. He would see that and would try to interfere with it. I oh, remember really? that. What, what, what was wrong with him? Did he, like, want a piece or something? Nah, those, those uh, people out there were just backward, backward people. They were weird people, huh? Yeah, I just okay. They, they don't care about that kind of stuff. All right, so so do you now? Do you do you remember her name by chance? No, no, I don't remember. She was a pretty girl. Okay, now did this happen because like sparks flew when you met her right away, or were you like, hey, let's? Yeah, we knew we lived across each other. She, you know. Yeah. And uh, I knew the I knew the parents, but they never really knew me. Did you try to pick her up like a bowling ball? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, just, yeah. Just went out there and sat there on the rocks, and we just chit chat, and then I kissed her. Wow, that's that's something, Dad. You're 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 so romantic. That's why that's why uh, Joanne fell in love with you because of romantic stuff like that, Dad. Well, hey, we got a world of our own, so yes, yes. Good. All right. Well, you you are. All- Oops. What the hell just happened? Sorry. Uh, you are awesome. Everybody loves you, and uh, I, I can't express enough how happy we were to see you. It was uh, it was absolutely great. Okay, Dad? Yeah, we were happy being there, honey. Okay. Well, I will talk. And wonderful, wonderful people. I really am grateful that I know them. Yes, yes. No doubt. They are a special bunch. Okay, yeah. Dad. Well, tell Joanna said hi. I hope everything goes well with the doc. And uh... Oh, this is just a routine checkup because of... Uh, they had a tiny little uh, issue that they took care of it a while back. This is a follow-up. Absolutely. Okay, Dad, I'll talk to you soon. All right, say hello to your honey and hug kisses to the family, and we'll see you next week. Okay. Oh, and uh, I forgot to give you your 150 bucks for the chainsaw. I still got that. I- I'll-, I'll bring it by. You're coming down pretty soon to do some cooking for me. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Much love. I love you, honey. Love you too, honey. Bye. Bye-bye, guy. And the cat's in the cradle and the silver spoon. Little boy blue and the man on the moon. When you're coming home, Dad, I don't know when. But we'll get together. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.